welcome to episode 20 of Serious About Tech. I am your host, Zachary Webb, and today we're going to be talking about the newly announced Pixel 3a and Pixel 3a XL, along with the OnePlus 7 Pro, hot off the phone presses. So at Google I.O., just a few days ago, or a week ago now, Google announced the Pixel 3a series. This is two smartphones that are premium mid-rangers, priced at $400 and $480 here in the U.S. of A. They are powered by a decidedly upper-mid-range Snapdragon 670 processor by Qualcomm, 4 gigabytes of RAM, 64 gigabytes of storage, and the small one has a 5.6-inch display with a tall aspect ratio of around 19 to 9. And the 3A XL has a 6-inch display with an 18 to 9 aspect ratio. Both these are 1080p displays. The main thing about these Google Pixel 3A and 3A XL is the camera. That is the thing that all the reviewers and everybody is talking about. So the thing with these cameras is it's the cameras powered by Google's AI smarts. This is all of the uh, machine learning that Google has gotten from using their Google Photo service where you can have free photo storage at compressed quality and then Google also gets to use some information from those and they anonymize your data of course and they will use that to identify different things and help their Google camera experience get better. Their Google, their Google camera app is used on all the Pixel phones and on some other phones that have it ported over as a decent amount of today's smartphones are you can get a custom program file that you put on your phone and you can take better pictures in some situations with the Google camera app. The thing about this Pixel 3a and 3a XL to me is that with some deals that they're running here you can get a hundred dollar gift card from either B&H, Best Buy, or the Google Store when you buy one of these. So it makes them $100 cheaper basically right off the launch of that except if you have to spend your gift card or whatever. And they have a good enough processor and good enough display that you're not going to be worrying about those. I have seen and felt the smaller Pixel 3a and while the display is quite tall actually it's it's very narrow but it's not a big phone. It's definitely a medium-sized phone that I think is good for most people. Um, I'm not sure how the battery life or anything is, is on that, but the smaller one has a 3,000 milliamp hour battery, and the big one has a 3,700 milliamp hour battery to power that bigger display. The bigger one also has better battery life from what I've been seeing from online reviews. Both displays have decent-sized bezels, definitely very 2017 bezel experience, but this is their cheaper versions of their Pixel 3. The difference between the Pixel 3 and the 3a series is that the Pixel 3 series had that Snapdragon 845 that offered smoother CPU experiences in gaming. But the RAM management, even on the flagship 3s, was not all that great. I haven't heard anything bad about the 3a series for that yet, but we have to see for that. Would I recommend you to run out and buy one of these? That depends, as most phone purchases do. If you want to get the best camera you can, and you don't play games on your phone, and you don't do that kind of things, and you have $300 to $400 to spend on a phone, and you don't really care about having the Samsung, or perhaps you would like your phone to last three years on software updates alone, 
then I would recommend the Pixel 3a or Pixel 3a XL. For most people, I would recommend the 3a unless you want to spend the extra 80 bucks, so not that awfully much more, and get a bigger battery and a bigger display. Those are the only two differences. Both of these devices have a USB-C port on the bottom for charging. You can charge with Power Delivery 2.0 for fast charging, and they both have headphone jacks. Another noticeable change from the flagship Pixel 3s, which do not have a headphone jack, as the Pixel 2 series behind them also did, did not. The Pixel 1, the first generation Pixels, did have the headphone jack, so it's a return to the headphone jack, which is a good thing for all phones. Hey listener, if you enjoy the Serious About Tech podcast, consider supporting us on Patreon. Just go to SeriousAboutTech.com slash Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us for as little as a dollar and get all kinds of fun perks. Thank you. Now back to the podcast. Speaking of phones with no headphone jack, the OnePlus 7 Pro, really new announced here. It's the newest flagship killer, as OnePlus likes to say, of their series. It's got the best Qualcomm chip, the Snapdragon 855, 6, 8, or 12 gigabytes of RAM, 128 or 256 gigabytes of storage, and a 6.67-inch display with 1440p resolution, so pretty high resolution, and 120 hertz display refresh rate. What this means is that if you think about a camera that's that takes pictures, most of your cameras do about 30 frames a second, meaning that they take 30 frames in a second. Well, think of this as kind of 120 frames in a second, but when you're playing it back. So think about a movie, think about watching a video in 30 frames versus 60 frames versus 120 frames, you're going to get much smoother because it's going to be capturing more things in between things moving. So for things that have a lot of movement, if you're watching videos that have a lot of movement or playing games that have a lot of movement or just scrolling up and down in things, it's definitely going to be smoother. Um, it's running Oxygen OS based on Android 9 Pie. Displays up from 1080p resolution on OnePlus's previous phones, too. So the OnePlus 7 Pro, from what I've been seeing from initial reviews, people have been saying it's good. Um, they have three cameras on the back, a wide angle, a telephoto, and a normal. The normal is a 48 megapixel, and the there's a wide angle and a telephoto. And what I've been seeing, the cameras are they're good. The cameras aren't maybe as good as they can make it, so maybe they'll do some software updates and such. That's one thing with the Pixel 3a and Pixel 3a XL. They both have 12.2 megapixel cameras on the back and an 8 megapixel on the front. The back camera is the exact same or slightly different, maybe, from the Pixel 3, the flagship Pixel 3. Brought it down to the lower price point. Google brought it down to the lower price point for the Pixel 3a series. The OnePlus 7 Pro will start at $669 in the U.S. for their 6GB of RAM, 128GB storage option. And then it goes up from there, and it's sold online at T-Mobile. It works on all the carriers, the normal carriage, except for Sprint and U.S. Cellular and other CDMA networks. It's just primary for AT&T and T-Mobile. also works on Verizon's LTE network. So with the OnePlus 7 Pro... They're going to a little higher phone prices. They're going to a little higher phone prices here. Going up, 
not even very much from the previous 6 and 6T generations, but they're going up in price. But are they providing enough of the experience bump? Is their camera getting better? Are things improving? Those things that we'll only have to see once people get their hands on the OnePlus 7 Pro and continue to just see how the experience is. It's got that good Oxygen OS. It's got this smooth experience. But does it have the camera to back up the horsepower it has? If it can, then a lot of people are going to be going for that, maybe over the S10 Plus, the Samsung Galaxy S10 Plus. But Samsung does has does have loyal fans. Their cameras are good. And the display on this OnePlus 7 Pro from what I've been seeing is massive. It's got a pop-up selfie camera out of the top. It just pops up. It's a motorized piece inside of it that just pops up. So the front display, it's curved, and it's bezel-less. It's very beautiful from what I've seen on video, but isn't worth the extra price, you decide. So what class of smartphone do you buy? Do you buy mid-range phones, low-end phones, flagship phones, used flagship phones? What do you buy? Let me know by going to seriousabouttech.com slash 20. That's seriousabouttech.com slash 20. And there, there will be a poll for you to read there along with the show notes and perhaps some more information or links. If you want some links to some of the stuff, you can find it there on the show notes. If you buy multiple things, if sometimes if one year you might buy a low-end phone, the next year you get something better, just um, if it's not one of the things that they have on that poll, you can send me a message, podcast, at seriousabouttech.com. You can send it via email. And remember to go to the website, seriousabouttech.com. I have blog stuff on there sometimes too. And you can find all the subscribe links or comment there. So also an about page and contact pages, all at seriousabouttech.com. You can subscribe by going to seriousabouttech.com slash subscribe. There's a bunch of different ways to do it from there. All the different ways you want to do it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever you want to get the fine podcast. And remember, we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash seriousabouttech. And I hope you will join us again next week for another episode of the Serious About Tech podcast.